0: Thank you for tuning in to the Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, friends. I am excited to have a special guest here today, and I have been able to meet him a couple of times. I love his heart. I love his passion um, and all that he's doing. So welcome, Davey Lou. I am so glad that you're here today with me.
1: Thank you, Trisha. It's a an privilege and honor. I've got to bump into you as we're doing this Homeschool Conferences.
0: I know it's been so great to meet, um, and that's why I just fell in love with what you're doing. So why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure thing. Um, so I was born in Taiwan. I'm the youngest of seven. Uh, in Taiwan, most people are Chinese. Um, so I, you know, I, I was one of those kids that you think the Chinese kids are a straight A kid. I was a straight F. So it was frustrating oh. for my mom. That he, uh, my mom rescued me by delivering me to America, and uh, in America is when I. Went to middle school and um, where I discover my gift because in America, Mm -hmm. they give, they have this art classes and they give white paper. We don't have white paper in Taiwan. It's all testing paper. So in that white paper, I discovered that I don't have the gift to make straight A's. I can draw a straight line. And uh, I drew something and won top 20 in the whole United States in middle school. So that's when I realized that, you know, God gave every child a different gift.
0: Yeah. I, I love that so much. And you know, I think so many times we think, especially, you know, kids in school, those that are math smart or language smart, they're the ones that seem to excel. But I love that, you know, definitely you're art smart and picture smart and it just comes to life to you. What was it like to realize like I can draw and, and to know that you, you know, it doesn't matter about the the academics like math and language and all those things that you had this other gift that God obviously gave you.
1: Yeah. So, you know, when, when, when you are in the quandary of everything measured in academic, you feel definitely, you know, you, you're not bright and you don't feel as, as, uh, as smart as the, uh, your siblings. But when I realized, you know, the drawing part, it requires that right brain thing. And then uh, how I learn everything is from visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I, then I just, even though my mom's still frustrated, I was 13, 14, pursuing art when the college pursuing art, didn't know what I was going to do with it. But I, but for to answer your question is, I just knew I had a personal relationship with Christ when I was seventeen. I just knew that if God gave me this gift, um, it's not about just all making a living and just survive and just. But I, I believe that these gift that I God's given me, and it just it it has a purpose. Now I didn't know what what that was in art school. I I just knew that you know when you graduate from art school, usually people become this starving artist. But I just had this faith that you know God gave me this gift for drawings. And my dad told me I was 10 days dead in my mother's womb. So I was a miracle baby. So my dad always said, oh, wow. you, you, you you, have a purpose. Your, your life for some reason has this miracle purpose. I don't feel like I'm that special. I just feel like, uh, you know, my dad says I can do all things through Christ. So uh, long story short in college, in my fourth year, I just believed that God gave me this artistic ability. And then this company, Disney came to my school and recruit. And they were look, recruiting eight kids out of the world. And I, I was one of those kids in 1990. I got into Disney um, by by my, you know, the gift that God's given me to draw a straight line. I was, I was prolific. Apparently, I was prolific in my drawings ability and Disney saw that. So I got hired at Disney and I worked on the film Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, and Mulan. So, again, you know, just, just, just to prove it to many parents, you know, you don't need to fret. You don't need to be afraid. You know, God's got your children. God knew your children more than you know your children. And I, even today, my mom, you know, I'm 55. I turned my 55 this week and my mom still scratched her head. It's like this bizarre son of of, <laughs> of mine that is doing what he does. You know, left Disney and doing something that he is just believing in God's calling him to do. Again, you know, parents, you don't need to worry about your children. I believe that if you lead him to Christ, it is God will give them the burning bush experience that, they, that, mm-hmm. that the child itself when they have a personal relationship god will f- inflame the gift that uh, your child is it has it, as it has and they're it, here it, learn so
0: i love that so you talked about that burning bush experience was that when you became a christian at 17 was that that moment do you think that things really turned around
1: yeah absolutely i had a burning b- bush experience i grew up in churches i find churches extremely boring I, because I see the elderly people, even my parents, they fall asleep in pulpit church. To me, is just so boring. It's like it's, it's like a funeral service. But when I when I had a personal relationship, I nearly drowned in Cocoa Beach. When I had that personal transformations, that you know, Christ become a reality, not a religion. Um, when I have this personal experience in college with my brothers, and just growing and learn and learn to have a personal. I'm still learning to have a personal relationship with Christ. I think that's when I changed the trajectory, the way I view the gift and the life. You know, you don't you don't live it all up here, right? Because you're always trying to learn and strive all because we want to get a secure and nice income jobs. But that's not it. I believe God given us the gift to be a fishers of men. And, uh, you know, I worked at Disney for 10 years. I realized that, you know, this is the gift God given me, but I'm not going to give it all. I'm not going to give it all away. To disney or hollywood and so it was around that time when i was doing project development that when you know when disney was doing a lot of this twisted children's uh, content in 1998 and mm-hmm. get the burning bush experience that the lord put in my heart is he, he doesn't want me to work in a company that is against children's um you know i believe jesus says let the children come to me
0: do yeah. not hinder them
1: right do not hinder them and i don't want to be that hindered so it was around when I was 30 years old when God called me um, after working on Star Wars for two years that God just called me to leave and using the gift of the ability to draw a straight line to start to draw for Christ. Um, so that's, uh, that's how you and I met because it's about yeah. three years ago that I knew someday that children's uh, content is going to be threatened by the biggest, mm-hmm. uh, largest children's ministry called Disney. And uh, if we do not prepare for such time as this, that children are going to be bombarded and parents are going to be uh, uh, attacked by these monster uh, children's ministry, um, we need we need to provide an outlet for children. And that's where my ministry can do kids and can do films, begin to build these uh, children's beautiful children's book that you have my in dad. your home. And um, I, I believe in the quality of presentation of the gospel needs to equal, if not better than what the world is doing. And that's Always has been my heart. It's I, don't, I, I didn't like seeing things that kind of churchy, the artistic, the, the artistry is always very poor mm-hmm. and lack of funds, whatever. I mean, that's something I saw. It's like, you know, if I could do that for Disney, if I do it for the King of Kings, it's going to be better than the Lion King.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that you were in there. You I mean, I would say for an artist, that is probably like the pinnacle of where you can end up in art, right? So you, you were doing these these major motion pictures you saw that you know your art is on the screen um where most artists would love to have the opportunity but your heart is like it doesn't matter what the world is saying the applause i'm getting from the world my heart is to serve god and to make the quality of you know christian good christian material to be the equal quality of what the world the world is doing so i you know it's i mean i think it takes a huge step of faith to go like okay the, the world says I'm at the pinnacle. I'm at the best that I can be here. Um, but my faith is even more important than that. So I would love to hear the conversation that you even had, like maybe with your wife or other family members when they're like, you're at the top of the top. Um, and yet you have this burning passion to follow Christ. What were those conversations like?
1: Uh, what was the conversation like? Well, <laughs> the conversation that I had the thought that came to my mind. It's like, you know, I was 30 years old and uh, the conversation it beginning, it kind of started in my backyard when I had this um, you know I bought a big bag of cookie a Oreo cookie from Costco it was too sweet and I just kind of tossed it in the trash and the next day I found in my trash can was this Mr. Ant and mm. all the thousands of billions of ants covered with this bag of uh, cookie I thought maybe this one ant that he has the success and achievement of his lifetime that he found this big bag of cookie. And uh, he's very pride, prideful in his ant office, and just uh, mm. ant, you know that bag of cookies, bag of trash, in my house. I have this thing you call refrigerator. If you open it up, I got more than cookie. I got steak, chicken, sandwiches, yeah. ice cream. I got all this food that you don't know about. But mm. the ant couldn't, couldn't fathom this abundant refrigerator uh, concept. So instantly, my heart's like, you know, I just humiliate this uh, little arrogant ant. Then God, in that moment, kind of told me that, you know, that's a great analogy, but in your life, what you hold dear as a Christian, as a filmmaker, we all want to win an Academy Awards called Oscars. Mm -hmm. God, I want to win an Oscar before I die. And then the Lord says, you know, your refrigerator compared to what I have in home, in my heaven, I have this thing called Super Costco. I have treasures. (laughs) I have rewards. I have abundance of this prizes for those who love me and seek me with all their heart and 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 you know and build it and make your treasure up in heaven. So instantly, I feel like that, Mr. Ant. And God says, you know, if you bank it and give you all your talent to win the Academy Awards, I'd rather you use your effort and the talent I give mm. you to a child. A billion an Oscar is nowhere near bringing one child to heaven. So that was my inspiration. And then when I share that with my wife, um, unfortunately, uh, we have a very different outlook, even though spiritually. Uh, we're similar, but we don't, we don't. So unfortunately, my first marriage, it cost me my first mm,
0: marriage and yeah. uh,
1: it took, uh, we, we, we split our own ways, but I believe that uh, I got to serve God now. I can't serve God when I'm retired. I got to serve God when I'm 30, my youngest, you know, I didn't want, I have a concept of, you know, serving God when I'm retired, but God says, I served you. I laid my life down when I'm 33, when my prime. So I want to be. I'll, that's my legacy. I, I I really want to use my talent to gift, and not on weekends, but I want to give my Monday and Friday, that my best time to serve him, the King of all kings. Because my dad says you are not supposed to be here. So.
0: Yeah, I love here, that.
1: Yeah, if I'm here, I am going to give it my all.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. tell me. Yeah. Tell me about Ken Do Kids, because I know so, you're just doing some. Beautiful, beautiful work there. And yes, I bought all your books at the convention. Yeah. Um, and so they are cool. amazingly beautiful. So tell me about them.
1: Yeah. So I uh, when I was in Disney, I developed a, a project called The Giant Leaf. Um, this is an animal perspective of Noah's Ark. Um, as you can see, this book mm-hmm. is unusual. It's very beautiful. and then It is gorgeous. Up, if I open up our main character, his name is Kendu. So his name Kendu comes from You Can Do All Things Through Christ. So this is our first animated film that's about how animals discovered Noah's Ark. That's the first feature animated film. So I wrote one book and then another one. yeah, just, I just kept going. So we sold out all those beautiful books that we have. So um, in the last 15 years, I just kept going. So I wrote a, a story about animal perspective of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the, uh, whale perspective of Jonah. Yes. Uh, and then this is uh, the one that you just saw, with the giant mm-hmm. the animal. Perspective of the Ark, and this is a fish perspective of Moses part of the Red Sea, and then this one it's a lion perspective why they didn't eat the prophet Daniel, and then this one it's a animal perspective of Jesus became the ultimate animal sacrifice. Kids are kind of confused with Easter and Christmas, so I wanna I wanna make sure they're they remember that we're celebrating the same Savior, same Lord, and so. These are currently picture books, but each one of these are going to be a feature animated film, just like the Lion King, Dick's, Disney, Pixar animated films, 3D, and they're going to be coming out your local theater 2015. So every summer, parents are going to have amazing animated films, look like Disney animated film, but they're not their story allegory of the biblical gospel. So,
0: wow. So it's 2025. That's the first one's going to come out?
1: That's right. That's what supposedly are the summer, if the Lord will oh. Yeah, it takes two years and 2,500 animators to animate animated films. So.
0: Wow. So how, how is that process? Are you Where are you in that process of that?
1: Well, we just got funded by a, a big uh, corporation here in California. Uh, and uh, we are in the process of trying to raise the rest of the money, which is the 49% for these animated films. Uh, it's not easy to raise the millions of dollars to make animated films. Mm-hmm. So we're halfway there. So we're kinda of hopefully trying to raise it by the end of the year and get that money and then hopefully get into production soon.
0: Yeah, I love that. And the books are so gorgeous, so Thank beautifully you. done. Thank um you. and I know that people can go online and purchase them, which helps you out and helps all that you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Um yeah, and I is there a place that they can go also to help with the funding when they can find out more about that.
1: Yeah, so just just contact us directly here in kendo and it just you know, just uh uh, just go right directly or Davy at Kendukids.org, and then uh, we'll be happy to set up a VP meeting for you guys to participate in the, the, the in the investment here, so that uh, the heavily returned, earthly also heavily returned for a kingdom cause. So yeah, we we're looking for someone that really believe in this vision and will stand against, uh, in the gap with us, so that we can stand up against what the Goliath of our generations that's taunting our childrens. So that Christ would have a voice with excellence all over the world, and with these books that we have, we were published in China in two thousand thirteen, and our slate of Bible stories, as you can see, mm-hmm. they don't look like Christian Christian books. So right. we won the best children's More award in China in two thousand fifteen. So just let yeah, just let you see that you know we can take the gospel with innovative, creative way, and uh, just allow children to engage the biblical gospel in such a
0: creative way. Mm-hmm. I love that. So which one was the first one that you started with? The first book that you did?
1: Uh, the first one is The Giant Leaf.
0: Okay, The Giant Leaf. The and Giant. you know, so you're sitting there like, you you know, when you're working for Disney, obviously, they're telling you what to, uh, what to write or what to illustrate. What was the process then when you're like, okay, now I can do what I feel like God is calling me to do. And you got the idea for The Giant Leaf. What was that like sitting down and being able to just create what you felt was on your heart?
1: Yeah, so for me, you know, my personal devotions, because I'm such a right person. Whenever I see scriptures, I see pictures. Mm. I just see this potential it could be phenomenal. So you know, when I'm when I'm reading, you know, story of Moses, and I'm seeing all this part in the Red Sea. But you know, as as I'm reading the scriptures, I got this another side of the world where these three fish were being chased by the great whites, and then uh, all the all the atheist fish don't believe in fin makers, but three little fish came from River Nile says we believe in fin makers. So they <clears throat> made a simple call. It says, "Dear fish maker, would you put good fish on one side and bad fish on the other?" And that's, <laughs> the water, that's when the water parted in two. So that's the the mind that God's given me, and just a very creative, you know, the way I see things. You know, when same thing, whatever project I develop in Disney, we always use a different different way of seeing it. Mm-hmm. So same thing with Mulan. You know, the story of Mulan. It's not about Mulan. It's more about the Mishi, the dragon. So. Really just bringing creativity. Children think in pictures. Mm-hmm. Children think in religion or maybe in right. theology. Uh, children are very, very creative. So, you know, the way I am doing that now is really translate the biblical gospel in the children's language, where they how they would learn. And, you don't you notice when Jesus is preaching parables, those allegories are very yes. simple. Any child, any adult, anybody can understand these allegories. But our job is when the film comes out, we want all the churches and teach them how to teach the biblical allegory of our films, of what these stories of the theology behind each of these stories, just like the story of Lion King, the story of Moses. So we're going to be doing the same thing with all the 12 animated films that we're going to be creating and to equip all the parents and children to have a strong biblical gospel through these allegory animated films.
0: Yeah, and I love that. And, I, and really, like the heart of whoever writes the story is what the children are going to get. So if yeah, it's so. anti God, yeah. and they're seeing this these stories played out, that's what they're going to walk away with. Right. If they see those messages, those allegories, those yeah. um, you know the biblical stories, even if they're told in a, in a different way, they, they 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 can see that. They can see yeah, the heart, absolutely. and that's what the amazing right. thing is. Um, you know, when we write novels, um, you know, the heart of the author is going to be in the words. And even whether it mentions God or not, the heart and the message is going to be there. And I think with the the stories, I think so many times um, we don't realize the power of what our kids are learning (laughs) from the world's movies until all of a sudden they're off wayward and we're like, what happened? Well, they've been receiving a lot of messages for many, many years, pointing them in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. And I love that you are using these stories, using these (laughs) allegories, and doing it in a beautiful way. Yeah. to capture their hearts and to, to point them to the true gospel. Yep.
1: Yeah. Amen. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So what is the response? I know, like I saw your books. I'm like, I want them all and I, I bought them all. Um, and I know that you're going to conferences. What are the response of, of Christians out there when they see what you are doing?
1: I would say the highlight for me is um, I, I think on time I was doing book signing in Barnes Noble and a kid came up to me. He was 13. He says, sir, thank you so much for making your book doesn't look like Christian books. And, you know, mm-hmm. as I as I was, I, I'm self-published this book because I'm very uh, perfection and make sure these books look beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, again, um, you know, I just, I just really want, how, how can we get this gospel to the children that's watching Disney that yeah. are able to engage a biblical gospel in a biblical gospel format? And how, how would Jesus tell the stories, right? I mean, instead of literally, but mm-hmm. maybe from a different angle. So as I as this year COVID's broke breaking up, I have done eight conferences this year so far. And the response that I have, I got so many pastors walking by my booth. And the pastors are I don't know what I'm about but pastor, man. They're they're very direct. Pastors are like, you know, you're you're I passed by your booth because your stuff didn't look Christian. So after listening to you speaking in the workshop, then I realized, oh my gosh, this is a story of the Bible. You know what happened is we Christians sometimes get though get so square, get so jaded. We kind of only see things one side, but you gotta remember, there are so many people in the world. Like maybe people like um that they didn't grow up in churches, they don't see it the way we see it. And mm-hmm. how that, and that's that's really my goal, you know. If Disney can take their stuff, you know, all their message to the ends of the earth, so much more with Christ. And um, when I when I was in in Pasadena, I was going to uh, churches there, and the pastor says that kids in America that grew up in churches eighteen years after four years of college you know, less than 5% retain their faith. I know. That's, that's when I realized that we're not doing this really good job, really captivating children's uh, 18 years that God trust us that we brought in children's camp, VBS summer camp with all the Bibles program that they have. We can't outdo what the world's doing, the content that the world's putting out with, especially now through the cell phone, you know, with all mm-hmm. the superhero character that's just overwhelming. It looks so realistic with 3d computer animated characters. I mean, they, they are so alive. So Disney says if you get them before they turn 10, they'll sing your song and buy your product and they'll tell their kids forever and ever. We need to do that. We need we need to bring the biblical gospel in such a creative visual ways that when children, when they see uh, what we're presenting to them through Can Do Kids' content, we want them to have a strong visual. You know, We want them to recognize you know, these symbolic things as a biblical shadow of the gospel is that when they grow up, that it will connect to them when they struggle with their difficult times. So that's really our goal is really trying to get them to see and engage the biblical gospel and not just hear about it on Sunday school, but they can talk about it every day. Like kids will talk about it every day. You know, I just want to be, you know, they'll sing the song and, and do the dance and they'll and they'll never forget it. So that's really mm-hmm. our goal and conferences as a way of letting parents know that, hey, uh, the good films are coming. So uh, we want parents to stand with us and support our uh,
0: Yeah. And really, I mean, as Christians, we should have uh, just as good or better than what the world is doing. You know, and and yours is so beautiful. It's definitely like above and beyond. But it is sad when we just like, oh, it's only Christian stuff. So we're just going to put this on it. And that should be okay. When you have the world putting... All this money, all this effort into it, and of course, which which way is going to look better? <laughs> what they're doing and what, what you're doing. I love that you're like yeah. we're going to make this just as beautiful, yeah. just as amazing as anything out there, which it is. I mean, it's just fascinating and fabulous of what you're doing. Yeah. But we want it to be for the glory of God because we're That's doing right. it for the yeah. glory of God, and they're and they're going to see that, and they're going to yeah. capture those the stories and capture their hearts. And it, it's yeah. so true that you know, so many. Um, young people when they, when they walk away and they go to college and they hear all these other things, well, that's, that seems like they know what they're talking about because it looks better but you're yep. like, nope, let's not do that. Let's let's show them that the gospel can be beautiful. It can be told in these beautiful stories. Yes. Um, and I, I love that. And that's why we want to talk to you now so that we can start getting people to connect with you, to follow with you, to get the books, to be aware of what you're doing. So when the movies do come out, we're like, okay, we're going to invite all our friends. We're going to fill up these theaters. We're going to, um, you know, we're going to put our money where our heart is. And right. I think that's what we need to do as Christians and definitely get behind, get behind what you're doing. I'm like, okay, I've met you. And I'm like, okay, I want to have you on my podcast. I want you to be telling us now. So thank we could be looking for all these things. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I see, I mean, for those that are watching on YouTube, I can see that, you know, the, beautiful illustrations on the side mm-hmm. I see your sketching I mean does your yeah. mind ever turn off or no. do you are you just filled with so many ideas of what's that, coming that, next that's
1: the part that I ask God for great you know when I go to sleep you know it's it, an artist doesn't get off because you have this yeah creative ideas right even in my devotions I just keep seeing all these images in my head
0: mm-hmm. so
1: uh, it, uh, it's hard it's hard to turn it off with God graciously sometimes allow me to do it at night I need to just hey let it go and 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 because uh, you know you live in the stories and you are part of the stories and and you are solving problems and you asking questions. You know, as a kid, my biggest struggle was like, how hundred and twenty years, how does these animal knew to come to know? I mean, how, what they yeah. got, how how they got conveyed to one male, one female, and how how do they find it? How does gazelle? How does how does uh, a koala bear, How do they come from so far away in march to find this thing? So that's one. My, my creative mind says, I got to create a stories about these animals that they had this mm-hmm. dream of giant leaf, and in the world that they live in, the world of a dinosaur, the dinosaur didn't believe in the ark, they didn't believe in the flood, so therefore they never made it into ark. So it's a metaphor of, of for children mm-hmm. to learn instead of from, a, you know, typical uh, Genesis chapter six and seven, you know, no, I'll build an ark. And right. you know. But, you know, from the animal perspective that children can understand the struggle mm-hmm. and, uh, but through this creative storytelling, you know, you can, you can share about predestination that God knew these animals. So in my stories, mm-hmm. the animal went in an art can do found his name in the manger. You know, these are on purpose because I want, I want children to know that, you know, if you accept the Christ, your name shall be written in the books, lamb of life. You won't be surprised when you go to heaven, when right now you accept the Christ someday, when you go to heaven, you shall see your name in heaven. And um, so stuff like that, you know, the me the the curious, the, I still, you know, even though I'm fifty five, I still have that eight year old curiosity when I read the scriptures. I want to know why, you know, I want to know from an- another childlike perspective. I want to ask Jesus as I was at eight years old, not a fifty five. I want Jesus to 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 tell me how 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 you you know I can't understand the the, the very sophisticated stuff, but I can mm-hmm. bring it down to a childlike language where Jesus could explain the allegories in in such a simple ways for children to get it into their heart and soul. Mm-hmm. So that's really again, you know, it's a blessing. I, I I I just I am very blessed to just think in this creative ways to, you know, and, and I, I appreciate what I learned and what I uh, learned how to develop stories in such such a masterful way, the way Disney does things. Mm-hmm. I see that the Bible needs to have people, more artists uh, that love the Lord and just come around and really just translate this Bible. In such an innovative way for for the world of the family.
0: Yeah. And I truly do think that is a gift that, you know, like you're like, I'm still thinking like an eight year old because you're telling stories at that level. You know what I mean? Yep. Your yep. mind is working and God gave you that gift yep. because that's who he, that's the audience who he wants you to reach. Absolutely. And God, I mean, we talk about, you know, Jesus t- talked in parables, all the prophets we you know, I'm reading through Ezekiel right now. God says, lay on your side for 390 days to show the people. I mean, he was calling people to go out of their comfort zone for a picture. That was a picture of their years in captivity. And then flip to the other side for another, uh, I think it was 25 days. But it was like... God works in pictures through yeah. throughout the Bible, through the prophets, yeah. through yeah. poetry, through yeah, songs, yeah. Yeah. through, um, and I love, you know, Solomon, it called him the greatest, the smartest man, the wisest man that ever lived. And yeah. it said he was, um, he was two things that he did well. Well, of mm-hmm. course he built, he built all the, the tabernacles. So it was pick, definitely pictures yeah. and, you know, building all those things, but also he wrote songs and it said he knew nature. Mm. And so it was just like God gave him specific gifts for what he needed to do wow. um you know people came from all around to hear his wisdom yeah. and to and he said he knew all about nature and so those yeah. are the things that he specialized i'm sure he didn't know every single thing out there but that wasn't what he was called to do so whatever gifts we have whether it's yes. pictures or music for me it's yeah. words i've you know yes. written over 80 books and just like you were saying yeah. um it never turns off i'll watch yeah. any documentary any little I'm, I'm doing homeschool with my kids mm. i'm he, he, these little pieces of history and i'm I'm already hearing the scene, the story in my mind of this character and that character and we can make a story about this and yeah. this is the conflict and they're playing out all the time and people will say like right. don't you ever run out of ideas and I'm like no because any point like if you could give me a date in history I could come up with a storyline that's going to tell a story and weave a story the same with you if anyone points out a Bible story, a moment yeah. in history. I'm sure your mind is already seen in pictures and yeah. seeing how that can be displayed towards children. And so right. these are definitely yeah. gifts of God, which I think is encouraging for us. And I just yeah. encourage people and I tell people all the time, you know, it's not that let's just do the, like you are saying, let's just do the work that we're doing now and we yeah. retire or when I'm done homeschooling or when I'm done with whatever then I can do the things that God calls us to do. No, do the things that he's asking us to do now. Because for me, I'm I'm there with my kids at the homeschool conferences. You know, our kids get to see how we are following God and leaving out. And and it takes steps of faith, but our kids grow through that. So just how has that been as you've taken these steps of faith and you're going to these conferences, what has that been like for your family to see just the steps of faith that you're taking? Yeah,
1: yeah. Amen. Yeah, because uh, we we uh, like I said the uh, conferences. I you know I can't do all the conferences, but the conferences mm-hmm. I go, you know, I just, I, I just hope that uh, the parents. I I love the response of a lot of mother will cry in front of my booth. Mm-hmm. We've been praying for this. We've been praying mm-hmm. for this, and because uh, they're you know our struggle is kids will sneak behind my back and watching someone else's Disney Plus account. So you know we really want to provide the antidote of, of what Disney is doing to our children. To end time. So therefore we gotta have an option we got an option and uh, and again kids can tell the difference between the quality of also you know don't mm-hmm. ever underestimate children's they understand the quality when we put in the way we present the gospel you know i mean it's like uh it, it's 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 really just paying attention to the craft and the art you know and that's what god does he's very detailed and so mm-hmm. therefore you know again you know as you as you have the books that you have we're very specific even though these books are just books, but they have to be just visually, like you said, it have to be beautifully attractive to children's, the character design, the backgrounds, the environment, the, mm-hmm. the, the beautiful el- element of the, uh, the imaginations. Kids are amazing. They're mm-hmm. good with that stuff. So if you can bring that to them, you're speaking in their language, they're children, mm-hmm. they're childlike, and they have no boundaries. How can we get into that space where they are still young and innocent but at the same time that bring them the truth and the word and hopefully embed it and and, and take over their heart instead of letting the world bombard it with this dark uh, children's content.
0: Yeah, so good. Okay, I love it. So hopefully everyone's like, okay, I definitely want to go see his books and I definitely want to learn how I can support him and I'm going to for sure be watching for these movies. So where can I go just to find information about you and all that you're doing?
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Just, uh, again, just go to kendukids.org. Um, it's, it's, our, it's our nonprofit ministry. You can support us there. You can donate there as well. And uh, if you f- feel fancy, you can come to my website, it's just davyloo.com. A lot of artists, kids, they want to learn art. Uh, you can look at my work, all the different things from the illustration I did for Time Magazine to all the way theme park design. A lot of kids want to see kind of what Davy does besides Disney stuff. And you see my paintings so, I'm kind of like a very classical art, art type of guy. So, you know, I know there's art art is a big thing also for a lot of these homeschool parents mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and we do have a free Zoom creativity workshop that we do every, every, uh, during the holidays. So, if you want to be part of our mailing list, uh, you can just, uh, it's free to every family. It's just uh, make sure you get into our mailing list and uh, we will invite you free of charge to, to be part of this Can Do's creativity workshop that we do.
0: Oh, that sounds so good. Okay, so Kendu is K-E-N-D-U. So kendukid, kids.org, That's right. Um, And then they can find out. And then Davy Liu, L-I-U, right. is how you spell his name. And go check it out. Um, again, I was just drawn to his his table at the conventions. I Then once he starts sharing his heart, I'm like, okay, we definitely got it support you and i just encourage you to go get on the mailing list keep track of this because it is going to be important and this is definitely what we need to support this is the the messages we need to support so davy thank you so much for being here today
1: thank you for allowing me to be here thank you we can do it
0: we can do it yay thank you for tuning in to the trisha goyer show i hope you received help and inspiration that's what i'm here for now remember if you would like to submit a question email it to hello at trishagoyer.com and i can't wait until we connect again